Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. New Vision, New Vision, covering the whole world. Hello, welcome to the New Vision Podcast. My name is Andy Fred Max. This is our first episode of the Rwandan Brides for Sale. In this episode, Mitiana region had well-protected cliques of people importing girls from Rwanda for sale as wives in Uganda. Having failed to establish the truth, our undercover journalist joins the search for a husband and allows to be sold for 50,000 shillings only. The investigations ends up unearthing more than meets the eye. In a four-part series, we bring you the electrifying journey of discoveries of marriages you will not believe. So I was in Kassanda district doing a completely different story. The new district which was carved from Movende was registering a series of murders that seemed to have a similar plot. A man would marry a random girl brought in the area by a broker and five to ten years down the road the husband would be killed in some sort of robbery and the wife would be the main suspect. This didn't add up. Like how? Now residents in Bukuya sub-county were insisting that the random women were behind their husband's deaths. The alleged men in the region were preferring women from Rwanda who were being ferried in by brokers and sold to men for marriage. And that in many such instances, once into marriage, the husbands would die under mysterious circumstances, including murder allegedly committed by robbers, leaving the wives in control of all the property. Now this caught my attention wanting to discover more. Meanwhile, there was such a case of murder which was registered at Shiganda police station involving a random woman. The officer at Kasanda police who started the investigating said he got a transfer soon after and couldn't tell the state of the file. But he had started building the file and had got statements from brokers in Kitumbi sub-county who ferry in random girls for marriage in Chiganda, Kasanda district and Butologo sub-county in Mubende district. However, police in Wamala refuted the allegations of trafficking. The PRO Wamala region, Rachel Kawala said, while there was an increase in murders in the Wamala region, it was as a result of land disputes, but had no link to brides from Rwanda. Now for me, this still made no sense at all. The fact that brides were being imported into the country for sale was a bait I couldn't resist to bite. So I left the police station and set out on a trail. I was going to pretend I was coming from Rwanda to get someone to sell me to a man to marry me. My intention was to get into the network of brides from Rwanda to establish the whole truth. Many people revealed to me that there is a Pentecostal church in Manisab County which distributes Rwandan brides for a fee for some time. A source said, The pastor brings girls from Rwanda, keeps them in his church, usually as members of the choir or members of the congregation till interested men show up. He demands for as low as 80,000 shillings for a wife. 
the pastor was only identified as Pastor Lovega. The girls have no choice or role in the negotiations. Once an interested man pays, a girl is handed over to him and they become man and wife. Apparently, men prefer this arrangement because there are no associated costs in in-laws, gifts and marriage rituals and ceremonies. Another source added Petra to my fire. The Rwandan brides, he said, were spies whose mission is to infiltrate the country's security but using marriage as cover. With the several stories about Rwandan women, there was no way I was going to let this cap pass by. Another source claimed that the girls have other motives, that there is a pattern of them taking over the property after their husbands are assailed by problems or even die. I stay in Manyisab County in Mitiana. One source said, I know Pastor Lovega. He connects the girls he gets from Rwanda to Abalokole or the born again men. He gets them married and the men are happy for getting wives easily and cheap. But over time, these women have been taking over their husband's property, especially land, and that is why most of our men have been killed. But others disputed the allegations, pointing at marriages with Rwandan brides which were successful. Maiso said his neighbor, a one Banzil Katunza of Chato Parish, Mbirizi sub-county in Kasanda, was one of the brokers about five years ago. He would bring three to four girls, keep them in his house, feed them till he got husbands for them. None of my sources wanted to be on record. None gave me the mobile telephone number of the pastor. The police claimed ignorance. My first instinct was to just ignore it as a village bubble talk, but something in me urged me to sniff further. I discussed it with my editor, and that is how I found my way to my destination, Pastor Lovega's home. Assignment to be the random girl looking to be sold to a husband. The final briefing from my editors was thorough. The new vision places at most priority on safety even at the risk of abandoning the story. We explored what could go wrong and got a plan B. Armed with a tracer phone, I proceeded to Mitiana again on February 10th. I was supposed to connect to Mani through Mitiana. My mission was to convince the pastor to admit me in his church as a girl looking for a husband so that I can explore if there were any rights violation and criminal activities. Not only is getting women from another country and selling them a violation of their rights, but also human trafficking. In recent years, there have been rising cases of trafficking of women in the country. They were picked from Uganda on promises of highly paying jobs and taken to Arab countries where they were sold in open markets as maids or even prostitutes. So now I embarked on my journey to Mani. I found my luck awaiting me in a taxi when two men, dressed in dirty jackets, entered. One was short, dark and very talkative, while the other was light-skinned and taller. On our way to Mitiana, I overheard them talking about Mani. I felt lucky because the only other directions to Mani that I ever heard were unclear sketches on a piece of paper. 
I asked them if they knew Pastor Lubega of the Pentecostal Church and they promised to take me direct to his church. The one who had greeted me earlier took the opportunity to my inquiry to engage me in a conversation longer. He wanted to know why I was going to Manyi and what I had wanted with the pastor. I think to inspire me to open up, he revealed that he was going in the same direction. We disembarked at Banda stage in Mitiana. The man stopped me from bargaining with the border border man for a good fare, saying I wait for him to finish up some home shopping. He then suggested we travel together on the same motorcycle to reduce on the coast to Manyi. At first I hesitated because he was filthy and also he didn't look trustworthy. But there was a good side to his proposal. He was so talkative that he could be hosting my whole story on his tongue. Basing on this, I took the risky journey. Fortunately, he agreed to sit next to the border border rider and me on the edge of the passenger seat. I couldn't imagine being sandwiched by two men. I made sure my mask was fully on covering my nose and mouth. He held my bag and we set off. When the border border cyclist stopped by a fuel pump to refill, the man noticed my bag was damp. I had bought a soda which I sipped briefly before placing it in the handbag. It seems along the way the lid lost grip and the soda leaked. Apparently, it soaked my phone. He was so concerned and tried to help dry it and eventually switched it off to avert short-circuiting. Throughout our journey to Manyi, his hand was firmly in his pocket where I saw bundles of 50,000 knots peeping. He explained that he was a farmer having sold tomatoes in Kampala. Maybe he feared I would pickpocket him. Unfortunately, it was difficult to converse through the one-hour journey but as we ascended the trading center hill at Manyi, he showed me Pastor Lwega's Pentecostal chart on the left. But he proposed we first take my phone to a repairman who would help drive before I proceeded to the church. I accepted. He instructed the Boda Boda man to branch off in the middle of the trading center through Manyi Secondary School to a repairman's shop on the left-hand side. He then told me he was proceeding to his home in Chibuya village and handed me over to the repairman, urging him to accord me all the help I needed. We both then paid the cyclist 8,000 shillings. The repairman's name is Pio. His shop was full of old accessories like phones, radios and TVs. He asked me to wait as he was working on another customer's phone, but like his friend who I had come with, he just couldn't keep his mouth shut. He wanted to know where I was coming from, pointing out insisting that I was new in the area. I told him I live in Mitiana but I was looking for Pastor Lovega's church. I told him I wanted the man of God to get me a husband. He looked at me suspiciously. A good-looking woman like you? Aren't men fighting for you even? Why are you lying? Asking the questions in quick succession, I explained that I may be scaring off potential husbands or it could be an ancestral curse hindering my journey to marriage. I needed a pastor to pray for me and to get me a man. I said I had been directed to Lovega by a friend who had gotten a husband through him. He told me he wished he wasn't married. 
he would have taken me to himself. But don't worry, I will connect you with someone who will get you a husband. Pio promised. He asked if I was from Rwanda. Yes, I replied firmly. He said he has a Rwandan wife who he has lived with for four years. He paid 80,000 shillings to get her. And no, it wasn't from Pastor Lovega who got her for him. She was brought by a Rwandan woman who is also married in Manyi. Poi's story confirmed that Rwandan women are being sold for marriage in the area. Any problems in the marriage? He said no. Their marriage has been going on smoothly. She has given him two beautiful daughters. She has never asked to go home to her parents. No kwanjula, no kuchala, and no demand for a wedding. She doesn't ask for permission to visit her home because she does not go home. So generally, he is so happy with the relationship. I asked why men in Mitiana region were preferring Rwandan women. He said they're cheap to acquire and to maintain. They're not after kwanjula parties, gifts to parents, or material things. You only pay the broker once and that's all. They are beautiful, cheap and stable. When a Rwandan woman decides to get married, she will settle. My wife has never visited or asked to visit her parents. It is her mother who visited us once in the past four years I have spent with her, he said. He explained that for those reasons, the Rwandan brides for sale had turned into a booming business in Mitiana. He said Pastor Lubega's church brings girls from Rwanda as evangelists and gets them husbands at just 80,000 shillings. The pastor also has agents who help distribute the girls. Some of these agents have broken off from the pastor to run the business on their own. He actually discouraged me from using the pastor and instead proposed an agent who would help me faster. He recommended Biekwa, as he is fondly called, which is short for Biekwaso. He however warned me that Biekwa will not help if I did not mention the person who gave me his number. He advised that I mention his name. I then realized that Pia was expecting some 10,000 shillings from Biekwa if the deal succeeded. Biekwa would pocket 70,000 shillings. I also learned that these agents have brought the bride prices down to as low as 30,000 shillings because of the competition. I thanked him and left. I still had to see Pastor Lwega because those were my instructions. I felt excited that I was in the middle of a big story. If only I could be enlisted by Pastor Lubega so that I can stay with the Rwandan girls as we wait for men to buy and take us as their wives. I know some Kenya Rwanda, so I was in for a big harvest. This brings us to the end of our first episode of the series Rwandan Brides for Sale. In our next episode, our undercover journalist tries to sneak into Pastor Lubega's Brides for Sale. You can find more podcasts when you download the New Vision app. Go to Google Play Store and App Store and download the New Vision Digital Experience app. Go to the podcast section and you will find more other podcasts. You've been listening to the New Vision Podcast. New Vision, New Vision.